0: Set your phases to sexy.
1: Hey, you reading comic books like the way you look, like the
2: So I guess uh, this is True North Nerds podcast. We're uh, wrapping up our day at uh, the Wyvale Elmvale. 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 Ah, sorry, that's the beer. <laughs> Wrong vale.
3: The Elmvale uh, you, you Sci-Fi. Haven't, you haven't had enough beer
2: festival
4: to mix up Elmvale and y Vale. I like Elmvale better. There's not much in Yvale. No. No.
2: They don't have a sci-fi fest. A no, they don't. Marsh monsters. The,
4: the marsh isn't even there. No, it's not. The there's y- a, they,
2: there's it's a, the Y Marsh and the Y uh, Vale. It's Vail. on the Y River. Not the Elm Damn, River. It's too confusing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, anyway, so here, this is Ryan. Kevin.
3: That's Ed. I was just taking a swallow of the. <laughs> and Holly. And <laughs> Podcast doggy.
2: <laughs> and, uh, oh, and that's the traffic because we're sitting out on the lawn
3: final final con wrap up
2: so it was a good day it was a good day you know all in all for what it is it's a fun little festival it's a street fest there's three different four different locations where things were going on mm-hmm. there's the one parking lot beside the uh, community center uh, the community center where we were guests and we were set up uh, with our we each had a, a table for the podcast mm-hmm. uh, wait for this truck to go by and <laughs> And uh, and and Ed had a, a table for his Snow Hot cosplay with photos, and uh, then they had stuff going on right at the main intersection on in the uh, BIA. Is it was a BIA? The yeah, the business improvement area. Well, the
3: the nice thing about on, the event was it gave you everything that you could want at a comic con. They had vendors selling action figures and pop vinyls. They had artists. They had artisans. So mm-hmm. you'd have people doing comic book art, but then people selling buttons and crafts tea Mm -hmm. lots of tea and t-shirts yep and then 501st not all the cosplayers showed up but uh iron that it had everything that you want
2: for free yeah Yeah, it's free it's free it's free it was a good community event lots of local people coming out you know we talked to a lot of people you know from that were coming in from all over the area yep and with one thing in common, they're all nerds or geeks or all into this. To some people it's the first time they've been to anything like this. I went exactly. into some people in the parking lot uh, where the some of the artisan vendors were set up, and I was talking to a woman who was selling books. And she was, uh, I think, she worked at the library, and they came up and started asking questions about it, and uh, and like they were just they just happened to be driving by and were wondering what was going on and was this a weekly thing or some kind of festival? Right. And, and they were disappointed it was only the one day because they couldn't... They had friends that they were like, oh, well, so-and-so would love to see something like this. And
3: Well, and the thing I have to say, too, is being featured cosplayer, which I've been featured at several events. not a lot, but enough. Yeah. Well-run mm-hmm. and treated well. Yeah, yeah. Like, really treated well. You were... Where you're supposed to be, very accommodating by the organizers. Um, you could
2: easily find out, find organizing people too. Like yep. Any of the volunteers, if you had questions about where something was or what was going on, they had a whole itinerary printed out that they were handing out to everybody mm-hmm. with a map on the back that even showed like. You know, if you want to go buy food, there's some restaurants. If you're looking for this, they go over here. And exactly. Well,
3: and even on top of that, as being volunteers or featured or whatever yeah. you want to call us, we, we were there as an attraction helping out. Yes. But just even the way they
2: treated us was oh, well,
3: yeah. Bringing lunch for us or just a beverage. You don't get that at a lot of other places. No. So just that was very, very well. Received oh, yeah. no. and the costume contest itself, like for being a small event, but there was a pretty good between the top kids prize. And the
2: adult, oh, they had a great prize. Yeah, they did actually for, for the
3: costume contest. So uh, I ended up being the the, the lone judge, <laughs> which I don't like judging, but I I did it.
2: But you do a good job of it. So, but it was one of
3: those the the stuff that was in the master class. It. Yeah. Spectacular!
2: Oh yeah, it and was it was all... tough to find.
3: It was tough to find the the first place. Yeah,
2: you can find pictures of it all on our Facebook page. Uh, uh, the, the the masterclass guys. It was uh, what two two Halo armor sets and uh, a, he war, a me, Warhammer.
3: Yeah, Warhammer. He told he told me what he was, and that guy had only been crafting with foam since April.
2: And his first wow. it was his first build, and for a first build, it was pretty it was impressive. Well, I
3: told I told him. I said, there's no way I should be judging you. <laughs> because that's his first time with foam, and Stormbreaker is my third time with foam. And I mean, just, Stormbreaker's
2: pretty good. You yeah, don't give but, enough credit for but it. But
3: his quality was great. He he took third place because the Halo guys
2: just, like, they were... Yeah, it came down to the minutiae, the, the fine details of how things were built. Yeah. and like, the Halo guys were just spectacular. But even that, like,
3: even the novice class... Mm-hmm. Like the novice class had some really cool, cool things, mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, yeah, the Halo one of the Halo guys won Best in Show, and it was just spectacular. But the kids' stuff too. The
2: kids' stuff was the one kid that was Hellboy. Yep, with the 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 hockey painted red hockey glove to be the the, the fist of doom. <laughs> that was that that was brilliant. Well,
3: he was also at uh, at C- Cottage Country Comic Con. As Hellboy. Oh,
2: see, I didn't see him there.
3: And when I saw him in the kids' costume contest, because um, I wasn't judging that one, I was just the cosplay Wrangler. Yeah. I, I led helps. them around the, the stage. And as soon as I saw he had the hockey glove, I'm like, holy crap, I've been working on a right hand of Doom forever, and he just made my life easier by showing me that you could build the hand out of a hockey glove. And it was like, Kid, you just, you just, like, I've been cosplaying for five years, and this kid just showed me. The easy way to do something. <laughs> yeah. So
2: you, yeah, there's so many things you know. Even if you just use the hockey glove as a base and add to it, you've already yeah. got everything for articulation built in. So, yeah.
3: but no, as
4: far as an event, it was it was really well run. Um, it was busy enough that it felt like there was a crowd there, but not too busy that you couldn't take time to chat with people. Yeah, uh-huh. and even no. So one of the downsides, we were in the community center.
2: Uh, There was some whispers, some talk that maybe you know they were wondering if the crowds didn't know people were in the community center. Yeah, I think a little better signage might be needed for next year. But you know, yeah, exactly. And there were some people like the uh, the the steampunk people were were set up near the door that started to help bring people in. Right, and some of the other vendors outside started mentioning to people, "Oh, hey, you know, there are other vendors and other things inside." But but and there was air conditioning. But the thing
3: for us. It didn't affect us because no, because we we didn't actually pay to be there. No, we, and we weren't. Selling we not have
2: other than ourselves.
3: A, yeah, we didn't have a financial interest, unlike some of the vendors in there. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I feel bad for them, but for us, what a twenty-minute drive, Townville. Yeah. So like, the cost for us oh, is yeah. very low no. in comparison.
2: No, and we, and like you said, like, it was one of those we have plenty of time to, to to introduce ourselves to people when they came up uh talk about our podcast just talk about random geeky things there was that one uh, the one guy dressed in the uh the jedi uh, jedi with the tro- trooper armor right we uh, we talked movies and star wars and television and c- cartoons for a good like what 20 minutes with him just why not you well, know, you find people that you you get to know that you don't know, have the same interests and you have the same likes. Why not just sit and talk and chat? That's well, what these and, events uh, are for. And also Wonder Woman, Hannah. Yep, Hannah. Yep, she's, she went out with a lot, a lot. She was cool. Yep. So hopefully that
3: leads to... Even with her, she's like, I, I don't know any cosplayers in the area. So that's a good networking opportunity mm-hmm. that hopefully you have some content in the yeah, future. Hopefully it'll
2: so. help her build her cosplay and then maybe we'll get a photo shoot with the two of you guys sometime doing mm-hmm. costumes and
4: I get to meet all the authors who were there and uh, somewhere attached to this file uh, this uh, podcast you'll hear. They'll be coming up probably
5: <laughs> right about now. Yeah.
4: So hi uh, can you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about, uh, about your books?
5: Um, I'm Amanda Gyson. I'm Julie B. Campbell.
4: And uh, what, what kind of uh, stories is it, are, is it that you are
1: writing?
5: Um, it's a fantasy fiction series.
1: And it is set in a multiple perspective, where we each have written one of the characters. One is Iris Gedelava, and the other one is Megan Winters. And,
5: yep. <laughs> um, the series itself is called Perspective, and it takes place on a, in another world called Cara Dune. And the character Megan is actually from Earth and she finds herself there and Iris is from Carradoon already. And they meet up and they don't really have any idea of what's going on, but they kind of learn the story like as the story unfolds with them together.
4: Fun fun. And how many how many books have you written in this series so far?
1: There are two out so far and the third one's coming out on Halloween.
4: Excellent. Now, if we want to get more information about your books, do you have a website or uh, uh, online presence that we can, uh, we can find you at?
1: Yes. We're at uh, www.perspectivebookseries.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Great.
5: Thanks so much. Thank you. So my name is Claire McIntyre. I write paranormal fiction fantasy. I have two series right now, the Halston Chronicles and the Vampire, or the Royal House of Galadin. Sorry.
4: Excellent. And uh, um, are, you, uh, are you based locally here?
5: I'm actually not. I'm from east of Oshawa, out Curtis Way. Uh, it's my first time up here, but I'm fun in it. I'll probably be back.
4: Excellent, excellent. So uh, can you give us a brief synopsis of each of your series?
5: Yeah, so they're both based in the same world. My Halston Chronicle is based on four different siblings coming to terms with their immortal identities, as well as facing off with four different horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, my royal house of Galladin is my vampire royals, who have been a very dysfunctional family, who have to learn to come together and trust themselves as they face off enemies who have been waiting in the wings for them.
4: Fun. Now, uh, I'm sure you must have an online presence. Can you let us know your details social media-wise?
5: Yeah, so I have a website at Um I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, um, and I'll be also at Word of the Street in Toronto, if anyone's down that way. Oh,
4: excellent, excellent. Well, thank you very much.
5: we're two separate authors, but... Okay, so uh, let's uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit
4: about uh, the books you've written.
6: Okay, I'm author A.A. Yankovic. Uh, I'm the author of the Q16 series, uh, which is about a uh, couple of teenagers from Toronto who find out they've inherited a base under the Atlantic Ocean, which is guarding a castle with portals to other worlds.
4: That's, that sounds fun. So uh, what, what sort of genre is it? Is it like a science fiction uh, kind of thing or is it more of a fantasy? Can you let us know a little bit about the type of story it is?
6: Uh, so it's uh, more of a, a fantasy. It's been classified as portal fantasy, so picture kind of Chronicles of Narnia, that kind of thing. But there's elements of science fiction to it as well.
4: Cool, cool. So if we want to learn more about your, uh, your work, where can we go to find out about you and your stories?
6: Uh, you can check out my website, which is uh, www.aayankiewicz, uh, which is spelled J-A-N-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z, uh, dot .com.
4: Excellent. So I will uh, make sure that we get your, your info up on our, uh, our, our social medias. Can I just take one of your cards? Thank you. And uh, anything else that you, you need to... What about the uh, anthology series you were telling me about earlier?
6: Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Brave New Girls uh, anthology series. The newest one that just came out is uh, Brave New Girls Tales of Heroines Who Hack. Uh, and um, it's all stories about uh, young girls who use science, math, technology, and engineering to save the day. And the proceeds of the anthology go towards uh, a scholarship fund put on by the uh, Society of Women's Engineers. Uh, So far, with the previous two uh, anthologies, uh, we've raised over $5,000.
4: That's amazing. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I won't keep you any longer, so uh, have a great day. Hi, so uh, let's uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, the books that you've written.
1: I'm Kathy Hurd, and... When I write, I tend to draw on mythology. My first two books draw on Greek mythology, and the series that uh, I'm working on—the first book is here—is draws on Celtic mythology.
4: Oh, very fine. So, how many books are, are in your? These are two separate series, I assume. And how many books are have you written total?
1: Right. They're two very very separate uh, series. There are two books set in ancient Greece. It's the Bronze Age, a retelling of the Helen of Troy story, and there are three in the modern story, starting here in Ontario on the shores of Georgian Bay and then venturing off to Scotland in an Excalibur quest and then off to find the Grail in France.
4: Oh, very fun, very fun. So if we want to get, uh, where can we find your books, how can we purchase them, and where can we get any more uh, information about what you're working on?
1: Right. Uh, they're available from Barnes & Noble, Amazon, online. Um, those are great places. Uh is my website. So open, like open one more book, open one more oyster, looking for the, the prize, the, the gem inside. And that tells you the kind of non-fiction stuff I work on as well as my fiction.
4: Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Hi. So um, I see you've got a couple of books here. Uh, can you just introduce yourself and let us know uh, what kind of work you've been uh, working on?
0: Hi, my name is Nancy M. Pattenden. I have Victorian Murder Mysteries. They're set in Toronto. And my detective goes into York Region, one of the towns in York Region, in each one of the books. He goes to Stouffville in the first book, Woodbridge in the second book, and the third book, which should be out within the month, he'll be going to Aurora.
4: Excellent. Now, that time period, it wouldn't be very easy to get to those places, I assume. Like, So, uh, what kind of... Uh, is there? Is there some kind of... Um, is the journey harder for these characters because of the time like like i don't this is a bad question i'm asking you but uh uh what what kind of difficulties are there for your characters because of the time period and the and the? well
0: Does that makes sense yes to get to the other towns you have to hope there's a train going there right. which i've researched and there is just to come up to aurora from toronto it's a two-hour train ride right so, and the other transportation is carriages, horses, buggies, right. and the winter sleighs, that kind of thing.
4: Fun. So um, if we want to learn more about uh, your work, where can we where can we find you online?
0: Uh, well, my website is n a n c i p a t t e n d e n N-A-N-C-I-P-A-T-T-E-N-D-E-N.com. And my books are also available through Amazon and Chapters. Excellent,
4: excellent. Well, I'm sorry for my less than eloquent question, but thank you very much for your time.
0: Thank you very much. All right.
4: So, uh, you know, it was it was good to meet those people and, and help promote the work that they're doing. Um, well,
3: that was the one shame about being in the community center. We didn't have too many opportunities to get over to the other side. So right. the artists or the uh, the authors that you're able to meet, I didn't get to see them. Right. Yeah. But it's a good thing you did and were able to ask them a little bit about their craft so we can yep. learn a little bit more about them. And like as Melissa said, she's also... Uh, she was one of the organizers. She's also with the Five But she's working on a book. Yep. Yep. So eventually that book will be available and uh you know, it'll be interesting to read about dragons destroying Elmvale. But that sounds s- like fun. Stay stay tuned for that one.
4: And I talked to the uh the women who are organizing the Coldwater Steampunk Festival. So uh so we can we can talk about that event that's coming up and soon. And that's too. in August. August 11th is the date of that. So that'll be another fun event. And that's an event that's got stuff going on all the time. Well, Coldwater Steampunk Festival's got a long history. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I know there's quite a few people in the cosplay community who are also steampunk oriented. Yeah. Who will travel from the GTA up to Coldwater for that event. It's a pretty impressive event.
2: So they get good numbers at that that event. But as
3: far as... Elmvale Sci-Fi Fest uh, for a second year. I think they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait uh, till next year. Yeah, It'll be fun. and if if we weren't
2: associated with the event, like if we weren't there, we'd still be our saying tables, this. Like this, still last year, we today. just
4: went as yeah. like we just heard it was
2: there going on. You can probably that's true. We talked about it on the podcast. If you go back and look, yeah, it was small. There wasn't a lot going on, but it for something that organized. You know, in a short amount of time, it was still good. It was fun. Yeah, and you know, this year they had a lot more time to organize it, so they got a lot more stuff going on, mm-hmm. and it was. It was and a I good think time.
3: year three will be even stronger. Yeah. So, which uh, Melissa had said that you know, True North Nerds will be back, Snow Hot Cosplay will be back. Well,
4: they, there will come a day when you're going to have to choose between San Diego or Elmvale. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> they're always going to happen on the same weekend. So, yeah,
2: the third she said the third uh, weekend of July.
4: But right, this is, is July, too, right? It is still hey, July. okay.
2: The thing I look
3: at too with all the cosplayers who are looking at your friends who are hanging out in San Diego being able to, you know, see the stars and being in cosplay, if you have cosplay envy that weekend, come to Elmvale. <laughs> it's a way to get
2: your cosplay on and yeah, have get some your fun. cosplay fix. You can come and talk to us about all the news that you heard that's happening at San Diego because we'll be more than happy to talk about that stuff. Exactly. Well, who knows? You might be on the podcast. Yeah. And you know what? You'll probably hear more of it being at home and then coming and hanging out around something like, like, like Elmville than if you were actually in San Diego. Exactly. You don't actually hear what happens when you're there. No. <laughs> Anyways, all in all,
3: great event. I and, had a great uh,
2: day. Yeah, two thumbs would attend again. Uh-huh
3: well i'm looking forward to number
2: three volume three of elmvale sci-fi fest there we go so we did get a chance to talk with melissa one of the organizers so uh, i guess we'll probably get brent to throw
4: that in right about now so we're here at the uh, end of the day of the elmvale sci-fi and fantasy festival we're here with melissa one of the organizers so how do you feel it went
1: I think it went fantastic. We had lots of cosplayers, we had lots of vendors, everybody had fun, so that was the main point of the day.
4: And you couldn't have asked for a better day, it's it a beautiful day a beautiful out
1: there. a beautiful day out
4: there. I had a fun time, so... Yeah, it was good. It was <laughs> really good. So what What do you think were the highlights today?
1: Um, I think the cosplayers out there, the cosplayers were amazing, and we had our uh, all our authors in at the library, and they all did their readings, and the readings turned out really well. So
4: Yeah, I, I did yeah. get a chance to uh, talk to all the uh, authors, so they're... They'll, they'll make an appearance on the podcast too, which is cool. nice. Yeah. So uh, promote 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 their work. So uh, yeah, we had a great day in here. The vendors are all happy. Seems
1: they seems yeah they excellent. all seem to be very happy. And
4: yeah. uh, you've got a date pick for next year.
1: We have a date picked. It's always the third Saturday in July.
4: Third Saturday in July. So good. we we know that's going to happen. Yeah, it's excellent. Happen. So what we think maybe a month before we'll get you on. We'll
1: yeah, promote we it. We'll
4: do a little yeah. more promotion next year because we've had a great time and yeah, we want to you know have fun. And you want to promote local events, so we want to come back and so we want you to have us back. So yeah, we'd love to <laughs> you guys. To come back. Excellent. Now, anything you want to see in the future? Like, what is your grand vision for this?
1: Be a bit as big as you know, San Diego Comic Yeah. <laughs> <right now. laughs> You know, Elmvale, San Diego, people are going to
4: have to decide. I know. (laughs) Next year,
2: all the big announcements out of
1: Elmvale. Out of Elmvale.
4: That'll be awesome. Well, uh, thanks for having us here. We've had a great time, and hopefully the whole crew can come next year. Don't schedule a wedding, Brent and Jen, for this weekend. And uh, we'll see you next year. Yes, for sure. Excellent. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. So, hopefully, Brent put that in there. Otherwise,
2: this is going to sound really weird. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so that was Melissa. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, just to wrap it all up, like you just said, it was a great time. I, you know, we had a wonderful day. We drove out there together. We and came you can't back. beat the price. No, you can't beat the price. No. Ed fed us afterwards, so you can't beat the price on that, too. So, hey, burgers and beer is always good. <laughs> so. It's a good way to end up uh, end a festival. Every or a con. every cosplay has to end
3: with beer at some point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that just might so, be me. But sometimes the cosplay starts
3: with beer too. Like All at least the construction it. stage. <laughs> it <at least>. depends <laughs> on the <laughs> event. <laughs>
4: but,
3: well, no, it's it's a big thank you to the organizers. Yes, no,
2: we can't thank them enough for you know they yeah they went head uh, over heels. The, heel, the, the know, hospitality,
3: just, yeah. the hospitality and the professionalism, top notch and uh melissa and kimberly have a lot of experience with with going
2: to different cons cons.
3: especially melissa like she's been at this for quite a few years she's a true pro and uh, a lot of respect and cannot wait for 2019 to be even bigger and better
2: yeah there's hope
4: exactly
2: so I guess uh, you know for Ed, Kevin, myself, we had a good day, and uh, I guess this, we'll just wrap this up. And hopefully, we'll see you there next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Set your phasers to sexy.
3: You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the Nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds on Facebook. Under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at Nerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret
1: it. So set your phasers to sexy.